14 years ago when I first became a dog trainer, dog daycares were new. Now they are everywhere. And if you want your business to stand out from all the rest, you better be ready to do something different to get noticed and to keep those customers long term. It's time to become the overdog. All you dog businesses, get ready to level up. This is the Overdog Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, maybe good evening. Whatever time it is, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you're doing well. I'm a little more fired up than usual today because I'm coming off the tails of the Pet Boarding and Daycare Expo where I was a speaker last week and it was so much fun. I love that event so much and I'm so uh, lucky and grateful to be able to do it every, you know, almost every year. They still invite me back. Uh, This year I got to speak three times on three different topics, three of my passions. I got to speak about business, I got to speak about dogs, and I got to speak about personal improvement. Those are the three things that uh, I love to talk about and it was just great to be there, to see you in person to, to see your smiles and, and to learn about your business, you know, live, you know, this is great, but to, to get in front of you was just uh, awesome. So if you were there and you sat in on one or more of my talks or we had a drink at the bar or we were, you know, just chatting uh, elsewhere in the, in the Hershey Lodge, thank you. Thanks for, for coming. Thanks for uh, coming up, saying hi, whatever. I really appreciate it. And it was so cool. You know, one of the good things besides all of the great content that you can learn there from the speakers, is the interaction with your peers. This, it was, I mean, it could be isolating having your own business. You're kind of like in your little igloo and all you know is, you know, you're what you are doing right now. So it's great to get out there to see what other people are doing so that you can get fresh ideas, spark your creativity, and share experiences so that you can learn from others, all right? So you can see what people are doing, know what mistakes to avoid. Uh, It's just such a great thing. So I'm looking forward to doing it again. I think it's not totally confirmed yet, but I'm pretty sure I will be there for the West Coast edition in California in May. So hopefully I can see a lot of you guys there as well. All right. So today what I wanted to talk about is uh, your competition and how you can beat them and stand out above all of your competitors. Because one thing I did notice over at Hershey is that, man, there's a lot of you guys out there and the business is growing and COVID has only like sped that up. The pet industry is like on fire right now, um, growing and growing. I, I read a stat and I can't remember it, but the, the, uh, the, the, the growth of the pet industry is unbelievable. Uh, the billions and billions of dollars that are spent annually on dogs, cats, and various other pets is, a, is amazing. So this industry is growing at a really rapid rate, and it's changing quickly. The thing is, as more people enter the space, that's fine. There's plenty of room for everyone. However, as the market gets more crowded, it gets harder and harder for you to get customers over these people and to be noticed. So that's what I want to talk about today is no matter what the competition, no matter who pops up next to you or in your area, that you're prepared and it won't matter because you do things in such a way that you get noticed, you stand out, and that your customers 
will stay with you even when they're distracted by maybe a new place or a new flash, you know, a, a, a new a new flavor of the month coming into into your marketplace. All right, so hope that sounds good. So uh, you have to understand, and and I think first. A lot of people have, I think, a, a bad relationship with competition and a bad attitude about it, all right? Um, and they really are afraid of it, all right? I don't feel that way, all right? Competition makes us all better, all right? So I don't worry about any competitors coming into my neighborhood, you know? So say for my dog training business here in New Jersey, I am, I could care less how many dog trainers set up shop around me. You know, the reason why is I know in my soul that I'm the best, all right? And the reason I know that is because I am very well prepared. You know, I've done the work, I've studied, I've been experienced, I've been doing this for a little while. Um, I've gotten mentors, I've uh, learned in a lot of different ways. I know how to do things that others don't. I've invested in coaching. So I've done all these things to fortify myself so I know that I can provide a better service, I can do better marketing, and I can service people in a way that no one else can because I have all these assets. I've done all this work. I've studied, I've invested in myself and my business, and I'm confident in what I do. And if and the thing is, if you're not confident in what you do, you need to get there. So you need to, so if you're not, like in the beginning, I wasn't really sure what I was doing, so I had to invest heavily in education, in learning how I'm doing, in, in trial and error and stuff. So if you, it's hard to just, you can't just, you know, start a new business so I might be confident that you're the best. Um, but you can take, there's there's things you can do to set yourself up to be there, regardless of how many years you've been in business. And again, that's an investing in understanding, uh, in, your, in your case, understanding the dogs. So making sure you've been educated in how to handle the dogs, how to manage the dogs, so you know no matter what, you can take the best care of them. Then making sure you're educated in marketing, you're investing in your business so that you can do all the things necessary to be at the top of your game, even if you just opened up today. All right, so I don't fear competitors at all. I know, I feel sorry for them because uh, they can't they can't do the things that I can do because they can't they're not me. <laughs> you know, I've I, I've learned. I really believe that I'm great at what I do, and it's not coming from a place of cockiness. Um, it's just a place of confidence, and it's because I have. It's not something like like I think cockiness is is something you you say when there's no proof that it actually exists. Like you're just kind of saying it to yourself, all right? But if you have invested in yourself and your business, then there's reason for you to be good, you know, that, that to believe you're good. And you should, you should believe you're good. And if you're not, you need to work on that, all right? So the first thing is I want you to not see competitors as a bad thing, see it as a good thing, all right? Because if you're the, I like it because I'm, because I know all the other dog trainers in my area they can't do what I do because I have business knowledge that they don't because I've invested heavily in, in coaching and courses and stuff that they haven't or that they, they could, but they don't, all right? I always say if you want what everyone else doesn't have, you have to be willing to do what everyone else won't do, all right? So a lot of people won't invest in coaching and mentors and stuff, but I did. I will. So I get the benefit of those things. So they can't, so I'm, so when, so don't, don't fear competitors because what it is, competition makes us all better, okay? If you're the only one there, there's no motivation to keep upping your game, to 
to improve yourself, to expand the things you do, to, you know, but now when there's competition, you know, it's what they call healthy competition, you are pushed, you, you, it makes you push yourself more, and that makes everybody better, and who wins? Everybody wins in that case, all right? The people who don't win are the people who don't want to do the work, who don't want to invest, who give up too easily, and that's why I always say, the marketplace is the great equalizer. So if you're not good at what you do, if you're not you know, investing, if you're not figuring out the things you need to know to run your business, the marketplace very quickly will run, will run you out of business. All right. So competition is going to make sure those people that don't want to do the work or aren't going to invest or you know, not going to do the more difficult things and don't have like a, a good plan, they're going to go out of business. Okay. And that's just the, the people like yourself who are obviously proactive, like by listening to this podcast and stuff, you are going to rise to the top. So com competition is a good thing. Don't fear it. Embrace it. Also, there's so many dogs out there that need our help. You know, uh, I, I always say I, if I work 24-7, I couldn't service all the dogs. So um, this business has plenty of room for everyone. So see people as competition, sure, but also see them as colleagues. And that's what, you know, going to the conferences and stuff showed me is we're all colleagues and we just all help each other out. That's why I like our private Facebook group, okay? The Dog Daycare Business Think Tank. We're all helping each other. We're all in this together. And if we all help each other, there's plenty of business for everyone. All right, so no matter what, there's gonna be competition, all right? So first off, you wanna rise above the competition, you're gonna do all those things I just described. You're gonna invest in yourself. You're gonna get educated. You're gonna train your staff. You're gonna figure out or hire people to do the things in your business that you don't know how to do. All right, you need marketing help? I'm here for you, call me. You need help with, uh, you know, like the layout of your thing, you're gonna call an architect who specializes in this, all right? You want to have the people that, that the expertise that you don't have, you need to either learn how to do it or seek out people uh, who do. All right. What happens is, as entrepreneurs, we think we have to do everything ourselves, even if we don't know how to do it. All right. And that sometimes can work because we can learn it. But there's so many balls in the air that it's easy to drop everything. So we just want to, you're always trying to make your business the best that it can possibly be. So that it doesn't matter what competition comes in your in your way. It doesn't matter. No one can do what you can do because you keep upping the game. No matter who comes in, you keep going to another level. All right. And this is my hero, Walt Disney. He used to do this all the time. He used to call it plussing it. So they would make this big animated movie that's never been done before that is unbelievable using technology ever before. And he'd be like, guys, this is really good. But how do we plus it? How do we make go from good to great? All right. And keep doing that, you know. Nobody can keep up with Disney, okay? It doesn't matter who comes up. Competitors can't keep up because they're always, they're never just confident and they, I mean, they're confident, but they're never just like, okay, we're good. We don't have to do any more. We don't have to keep innovating. No, they're always trying to keep pushing the boundaries on what they can do and growing their business. So when you get to a place where you think, okay, we're in the, we're in the, we've done everything we can do. Uh, we're good here. That's when you're in trouble. That's the danger zone, all right? Because there's going to be hungrier people who want to work harder and who have that ethic to keep you know improving that are going to come and then they're going to stand out and you're not okay so to stand out the problem is a lot of the all these dog daycare businesses that are coming up they all look very much the same all right so what you want to do is when you're looking think you think of yourself you know in that person that prospect that that dog owner's shoe put yourself in their shoes and think okay here are the businesses that are here what would make me pick one over the other? What is different about them? Are they all the same? And if they're all the same, price is what's going to matter. 
you know um and that's a, a like i say you, you want to have something that makes you different than the others and you can't be the lowest priced item you know that's not a good differentiator because someone can always come and undercut you all right and you know when you're the lowest price option too you're really not getting the greatest customers either you're getting the kind of the tire kickers and they're a pain in the butt so what you want to think about is what is your USP, which is your unique selling proposition. What makes your business special? What do you have that no one else has? All right. So this is one of the first things I sometimes do with clients is I'm like, okay, why are you different? Why are you better? All right. And if you can't answer that, you're in trouble because this is something just picture someone asking you, okay, yeah, what, what's different or better about your dog daycare, boarding facility, whatever it is, than every other one. And if you can't come up with an answer, you're in trouble because neither can the people looking at your business from the outside. So we want to figure out what makes you unique, what it is, and it's very important as you know more and more competitors come into play because you want to stand out. You don't want to blur in with the rest. You know, when people think of dog daycares, they're like, oh, what was that one? Oh, yeah, and there's that one, and I forget. You know, they all blur together because they're all so similar, all right? So what is going to make you kind of stand out, all right? One of the ways you can do that is by showcasing you, okay? What, like, you are unique, all right? You are special. What makes you so special is your mission, why you're doing this, your personality, all right? So that's the first thing I like to do is uh, make sure that you are showcased on your website, all right? This is the problem I see with some franchises and stuff is they, they have these very corporate websites, you know, made by headquarters, but there's no individual personality for the individual franchisers, right? There's nothing about them. They're just like faceless businesses, all right? And this is something where, where someone is giving you their dog, which is their like child, you know? People see their dogs as an extension of their family. They want to give it not to a, they won't give it to a faceless business. They want to give it to a person, an owner who cares because this is their mission. Uh, I feel comfortable with that, all right? So you can be a big, unique selling proposition to your business. Because, and the thing is, the cool thing is no one can replicate that. No one can be you. So the first thing I do, I'm doing a, a website redesign right now. I'm like, there's no about page here. We need to have you. I want a picture of you. I want to talk about why you got into this, why you're passionate about it, and just some personal things about you, okay? I want you to come out from behind your business and be in front of it because nobody can do that, all right? You've cornered the market on you, all right? So put your personality and your flair into it. You're going to attract those who are you know, attracted to your kind of personality, which is good because those are the people you want to serve. The people that are not are going to be repelled, which is good because you don't want to serve them. They're not your people, all right? You want people that kind of align with who you are. That's the kind of business you want to be in. Okay, so just, I like to, the first thing you can do unique is just put your flair on it, your unique style on it. So like maybe, and this, I'm just pulling this out of the top of my head here. So maybe you like Star Wars, Okay, like I do. <laughs> All right. So you're going to create this theme around your daycare about the canine empire or something. And you're going to do it, everything done in like Star Wars logos and lingos and stuff. That is memorable. Like that is unique. People will remember all the daycares a lot there. Oh, but I remember the Star Wars daycare. 
Now you may get some copyright infringement, so I don't know if that's the right idea. Again, this is just off the literally off the top of my head right now, but something like that is unique. All right, um, you want to do something. What's you want to just if uh, someone has been to your business or is mentioning your business, what's going to make it memorable? All right, and a lot of times it's not this major thing like you have this big Eiffel Tower in the middle of your building and stuff. Um, it could be you know just simple things. All right, could just be. Um, the the colors you're using all right maybe you're using very different colors maybe you're like all neon everything is neon um again this is, may seem like like little hokey stuff uh but you're just trying when people come out of contact with your brand you want them to have some residue in the back of their mind that stays with them for a period of time because um, they're going to be assaulted by a lot of other stimulus and images and marketing messages as soon as they leave your business, your website, your social profiles. So you want you're trying to find stuff that's sticky that's going to linger with them a little bit, all right? And I think you're really limited only by your creativity. Um, but it you know there's a fine line between uh, something innovative and and unique and kind of. Uh, let's say hacky, you know, you don't want it to be unique in a bad way. Uh, so it's got to be done like tastefully. That's the word I think I was looking for. But uh, there's a great book that I like called Talk Triggers by Jay Bear. And it talks about things you can do in your business that are what's called talk worthy. Like what is going to, what is going to compel someone to talk about you and your business later? You know, when they're at a dinner party, when they're in the dog park, Okay, now obviously if someone says a direct question about dog daycare, then you may come up. But if you do something talk-worthy, they go out of their way to kind of, you know, bring this up to other people randomly, all right? So you're trying to think about how you can do things in your business that are talk-worthy. One of the simple ways is customer service. Like if you have superior customer service and you make people feel special, like a VIP, that is going to go a long way. There are whole businesses like Zappos that build their whole billion-dollar company on just customer service. All right. So having, and this is something that's typically very poor in the industry. So it's easy to stand out because not a lot of people invest. I mean, we're paying a lot of times the customer service are quote-unquote customer service people are the people at the front desk, the people handling the dogs, the people we're paying minimum wage for who have no training in customer service. So if you can figure out ways to either train your people or you have to do better customer service to create a better experience, people are going to talk about that and it's going to make you different because the norm is pretty poor customer service, okay? Um, People don't really return phone calls. People don't give a lot of feedback when you pick up a dog. All these things are easy things that can be done if you put the effort into it and, and train the people and have the systems in place. But superior customer service, people will pay more for that. Um, so that's one of the, the things I like to always just go for is because it can be done. And I think now as you know, people have been experienced with a lot of other brands and a lot of other industries, customer service is mattering more and more. Okay, so think about how you can do that. And then there's just other, there's tons of little ways, again, limited by your creativity about little things you can do. It could be a contest every week for a free day of daycare. Every week you do daycare and you're giving away free, you know, get people to tune in. These are all different 
just they're just little ideas that make people oh I gotta figure out what the contest is this week um, could be different themes every month is a different theme okay that's unique it's different okay people aren't doing that you want to basically zig when everyone is zagging all right you don't want to blend in you don't want to be average okay so so I just mentioned you can go to Hershey you can find out what everyone else is doing that's great but it doesn't mean you should do what everyone else is doing all right it's meant to spark ideas so you'll see some people are doing some things you're like that's really cool I need to do that um, I see this a lot here because I'm here in, in New Jersey and I find you know I, I meet you guys from other parts of the country and you guys are doing things that aren't over here so I'm like wow I, we got to bring that over here to Jersey uh, that's amazing no one's doing that over here all right so you know looking what people are doing in other parts of the country and other parts of the world you can get sparked ideas to keep to make you different in your you know local neighborhood all right now once you're figuring out the different ways and it's probably not just one way that you're unique you have maybe a bunch of different ways the thing is now everything in your marketing should showcase your uniqueness because that is what's going to separate you from everyone else so you got to do it and then you need to show people that you're doing it so that's your marketing your marketing should be showcasing why you're different and better always because people are making comparisons as more and more competitors come up you want people to know immediately why you're different and better and why they should choose you all right and the problem is there's a lot of noise out there okay so you know I see on social media this all the time is the tendency is to basically blend in okay we're looking at what everyone else is doing and we're gonna do the same thing all right so it's a lot it just becomes lost in like white noise in social media you know every daycare that I have seen and I haven't seen exceptions yet take the same damn pictures like all the time it's like okay we're gonna take pictures of our dogs okay so we're gonna do it and we're gonna do it the same way every single day and they're just take pictures okay and most of them are taken badly like looking down at the dogs uh, bad <laughs> um, I would do things differently every time you know mix it up uh, one day you're gonna take pictures at a really low angle maybe you know I like taking pictures at the dogs level eye level um, uh, but I like also creating different things. Maybe one day you're going to put filters on all the pictures. Okay, then you're going to change the filter. Then uh, one day we're going to do video. And we're going to do video. We're going to strap a GoPro on a dog and we're going to do a video that way. And <laughs> let the dog run around shooting everyone. Um, you know, it's got to... There's, there's so many different ways you could be different instead of doing the same thing every day that everyone else is doing. So the other way is I always like to do a different narrative okay what I suggest and nobody's taking me up on this is instead of just taking pictures and be like here here's Bosco playing with his buddy again all right yeah that's great once but the fifth time you post and say that it's kind of pretty boring so I like to create like little narratives and stories you know you almost like a little soap opera where your, your, your copy is gonna make a story all right people love stories if you could be a storyteller in your social platforms it's gonna be much more engaging so you're gonna say ah today Bosco uh, came in all charged with energy and he was feeling very frisky and he saw across the room his buddy Cooper they locked eyes they ran they played a little bit then they talked about how crazy their humans were and you know just I don't know again I'm making stuff all the top of my head uh, but you're creating this like soap opera sequence um, and maybe it's going to be cliffhangers like um, they and then like you show like a picture where it's like they played all day but then they got to the 
the the um the slide or whatever that you maybe have a slide there and like and which one was going to go down first i don't know we'll have to find out tomorrow <laughs> you know just make it compelling again i'm just doing this off the top of my head but you get the point just be creative the other thing about social is a lot of people use it as a broadcast medium where you're just uh slapping pictures out there and that's it Okay, social is supposed to be interactive. So you want to be different than everybody else because no other dog daycare is doing this. They're just throwing pictures on there and that's it. Is engage with them more, okay? Engage, get people to engage. Ask lots of questions. Do polls, contests. Make sure you're, every person, you're, you're going back and forth with them, uh, you know, engaging them in conversation. That's what social media is supposed to do, but I don't see any dog daycares doing it. They're just posting pictures as a broadcast medium. That's it. Okay, although that's nice and it's better than nothing, you're not using it the way social media is supposed to be used. Okay, it's supposed to be a interactive medium. So just by doing that, again, no other daycare is doing that. Just look what every other dog daycare is doing it and seeing how you can do something different. All right, how can you can stand out and be different? This is only going to get more important as more people enter the marketplace. As more people, uh, and this is the same thing I do when I'm running ads for people, you know, I'll do something and it'll work for a period of time, but then other people start doing it or people are bored with it and you got to do something different. So I'm constantly coming up with new wacky campaign ideas, different things just to try different stuff and keeping uh, it relevant and exciting and interesting and unique. All right. Whew, there you go. I uh, hope that was helpful. Um, you know, think about it, brainstorm, get creative, and just look at what everyone else is doing. The, the, the tendency is going to be to do what everyone else is doing, okay? So it's hard to make a left when everyone's going right. So you have to think about, okay, this is what everyone else is doing. How can, if everyone else is going right, how can I go left, but in a very thought out, good way? You know, instead of just saying, okay, I'm just going to do different just for the sake of different, uh, which can go really bad. You know, how can we have to, you have to really think about these things and it has to be well planned out to make sure that your different is going to give you the results that you want. But look what everyone else is doing and think about how you can do something a little different or a little bit better. Doesn't have to be a million times different, just sometimes just a tiny bit different will make a big difference. (laughs) So there you have it. All right, um, go out, have a great day, make an epic business, and I hope to see you real soon. Take care. If you'd like some help with your own digital marketing efforts, just reach out to me at overdogdigital.com forward slash contact, and we can schedule time where we can get together, chat, and see if I would be a good fit to help you out. 